to do his will. Let's say it together again. Ready? Grace is God working in me to give me the desire and the power to do his will. Uh, the Bible says, It's him that work, worketh in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. You know, we're pretty, I, I don't know where pride comes from in human, in Christians. Uh, anything good about you as a Christian, God does it by working in you and through you through his spirit. Uh, you, you couldn't do anything to please the Lord without the Holy Spirit working in you. And that's what we call grace. The grace of God. Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. That's how he works in me and through me is by the grace of God. Uh, and that ought to bring humility. Amen? Knowing that we're just, we're instruments of God, that God's doing all the work, uh, and we're just a, a humble spirit, a humble uh, Christian. We should humble, that should easily humble us, realizing that God is working in us and uh, through us uh, by His Spirit. So uh, this, we're going to look at that tonight. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I pray you bless us now. And Lord, I pray your will be done in our lives and you help us to yield to you every day of our life. Help us to realize that you are working through your wonderful grace. And your grace is what's doing the work in our life uh, to make us what we ought to be. Uh, and Lord, I pray that you just speak to us today and have your way. We pray in Jesus' name, for Jesus' sake. Amen. I'm trying to find a certain verse here that I... Bear with me just a minute. When the Bible talks about the fruit of the Spirit, uh, <clears throat> beginning in verse 3 of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, And though I sow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity or love, it profiteth nothing. Uh, charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, it is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, uh, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, uh, rejoiceth in, not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Um, so charity, of course, is just part of the fruit of the Spirit that God gives us, and uh, He... Uh, wants us to, to be loving. Charity, of course, means love. And uh, he works in us and he moves us and he motivates us to interact with one another and to reach out to the lost and to, to uh, love the Lord more. 
through this uh, character quality of love. Uh, without it, I uh, become just tinkling cymbal and sounding brass. It's so easy as a Christian to come to a place where you're just going through the motions. Uh, all that Christ did for us on the cross, we, it's, it's old news. We've heard it all of our life, and we take it for granted. And uh, we have to keep, uh, allow God to keep the, that fruit of the Spirit, especially love, uh, alive in our heart, because that's how we interact with one another, and that's how we reach out to the lost, and that's why, how we're motivated to uh, live uh, uh, for the Lord and to abstain from sin and, and all that we do, and read our Bibles and pray and uh, serve the Lord. Uh, without it, I become sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Uh, my witness just gets softer and softer and doesn't carry any weight. I'm afraid in uh, our society today, is our Christian society, our, our witness has just about uh, gone out and it can't be heard anymore. Uh, so we need that love to motive, motivate us and to cause us to, uh, uh, to live for the Lord. Uh, prophecy under uh, is uh, my is uh, to understand uh, mysteries and all knowledge uh, is nothing without love. Doesn't matter how much we understand without love. Uh, we've 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 got to have the Lord producing that continu continually. In our life, he gives us prophecies. He gives us, uh, and more so before we receive the full canon of scriptures. Uh, but he does prophesy through the Bible. Tells us of tells us of what's coming and and uh, what's going to come on this earth. And and I, a lot of it after we're gone. Uh, I'm glad we're going to be gone. Amen. It's going to be a not a pleasant place around here on planet Earth. Uh, then there's uh, faith. Uh, that's a gift that he gives us. Faith to move mountains. Nothing, nothing is done uh, without uh, love and uh, as, a, as its motive. Uh, we, have, we have to have love that produces faith in our life. Uh, and that's an ongoing thing. If your faith and my faith isn't stronger today than it was uh, last year or a year before or 10 years ago, our faith ought to be growing stronger, shouldn't it? It shouldn't be getting weaker. We, ought to, we shouldn't let discouragement and things that have happened going on around us and, and uh, newspaper and all the bad news we hear about. That's why I don't even take a paper because... I've got a, a better updated paper right here. I, Eve, it doesn't tell me the past, it tells me the future. And uh, that everything's going to turn out all right, amen? That God is on the throne. You remember this, the worse this old world gets, the more you ought to look up. Amen? You hear some news on TV or something, you ought to just look up. Even come quickly, Lord Jesus. 
He's not running late. He's not behind. Uh, but we have to have faith that there's some mountains still that need to be moved, aren't in there? There's some there's some trials that uh, there's people that need to be loved. There's there's people that need to be reached with the gospel. Who's going to reach them? Is the TV going to reach them? Is the news uh, man going to reach them? It takes a born-again person to reach a born-again person. Amen? And that, I don't know about you, that gives me a lot of humility that God has entrusted that to me and to you as a Christian. You see, well, I, I, I just can't, I can't uh, talk to people like that, you know. And, uh, well, by the grace of God, you can. We had two ladies in our church when I was pastored in another town in Michigan years ago. And they had a ladies' uh, visitation time. And uh, they, two ladies were walking out to the car to go, and everybody else had already gone. And, and one of them said to the other, you know, I, I, I don't talk, meaning I'm not, I don't do the witnessing, you know. Other and said, "You don't talk. I, I don't talk either." And they said, "Well, what are we going to do? Well, let's just go down to the restaurant and talk then." Amen. <laughs> At least we can, they can talk to each other. Uh, but uh, what is it about talking about Jesus that shouldn't be hard? It's um, that ability is given to us by God as we just step out by faith. And we, we witness. We, we cannot do anything without faith to please God. Just can't do it. Uh, faith is what moves mountains, and it can sure move us to, and motivate us. Uh, <coughs> I may give... Uh, all my good to the poor. Uh, all my sustenances. He says, we, that's what we can do. Uh, give my body to be burned, even if I gave my body to be burned. Is he asking us to do that? Uh, he's just saying, without charity, it profits me nothing. Without love, it profits me nothing. No great sacrifice we make uh, profits anything if we're not motivated by love. So how does charity act? Well, the Bible tells us here, it suffereth long. Uh, uh, you've heard the word long-suffering, haven't you? I have an idea. That's where it came from. And it's kind. Now, I have to admit, sometimes I suffer a little, but somebody's going to pay for it. Amen? I don't like suffering. If somebody brings suffering on me, I'm tempted to bring some suffering on them. Amen? I don't usually because I'm a big chicken. Uh, but so, charity, that doesn't sound right, does it? Suffereth long, and yet is kind. That's... Uh, the grace that God gave to us to be able to suffer. And Christians have suffered uh, throughout history. 
unlike uh, we we'll never see and unless something's coming up we don't know about and and there are people suffering for their faith other places in this world but in america all oh, you ought to you ought to praise the lord every day that you live in america and we have the freedoms that we have uh we don't suffer the way people love, suffer in other parts of the world for being a christian but the bible says that God gives that grace to uh, allow us to suffer long or be long-suffering and yet be kind. Are you like that? I'm not like that. You know, if I suffer a little bit, uh, stub my toe or something's uh, hurting on my body, everybody knows about it because misery loves company. Amen? Amen. And I uh, want everybody at least know and give me some poor babies or something, you know. Uh, but long-suffering, we don't know a whole lot about. We, we won't, through suffering, get through it, get it over with. We want all the um, deadening medicine they can give you if they go to, to the dentist that it it take you uh, two months to be able to talk again afterwards, you know. It's okay as long as I... my, You know, there's the saying, no pain, no gain. Well, my, my uh, saying on that is no pain, no pain. I don't want any pain, amen? And we don't know how to suffer. Uh, but uh, charity uh, suffers long. That's the motivation we have. And yet remains kind. Yet is kind. Uh, did, did, did God write this Bible just to give us a lot of good ideas and tell us, well, you, you ought to try this a little bit? No, he expects us to live this way uh, through humility uh, and through the Holy Spirit working in our life. When we suffer a little bit, we, we don't have to jump out on everybody else and be unkind to everybody else and make somebody else pay for it. Uh, charity doesn't uh, envy. Char- love's a powerful thing, isn't it? It, it motivates you and moves you in many ways. And, uh, and it can only be possible as you know that the Holy Spirit's working in you and through you to guide you and to direct you by the grace of God to be what you ought to be. You'll be nothing without the grace of God, and you won't have the grace of God without the Holy Spirit yielding to you. So what, what does that mean? That, that means that every day we need to be yielding to the Holy Spirit. We, we need to allow the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to direct us and to lead us and to empower us, and to give us the long-suffering that we need. Uh, we, we not, these things we can't conjure up. We can't make ourselves be this or that or the other. But the power of God can work in us and to produce His fruit in us so that we uh, can be the Christian we ought to be. And we, through humility, can yield to it. That's where humility comes in. Humility is a yielding process. 
It's not an overcoming process. Humility is giving in to the Lord. Now get this one phrase. Are you ready? Humility is giving in to God's grace to work in you and to lead you and to direct you and to motivate you to keep going and keep uh, living for His glory um, and His power. So charity doesn't envy. It's not jealousy. Uh, uh, it doesn't vault itself, uh, put itself forward. Uh, it uh, or embellish the facts to make yourself look better than someone else. Um, it doesn't uh, behave itself unseemly, improperly. You see, if, if we let charity or love be our action and forget about our reactions, uh, we can see the grace of God working in our lives. We can see what a difference uh, God's grace makes as we yield uh, uh, to, to it to do its work in our life. Uh, doesn't have anything to do... Uh, oh, it doesn't uh, behave unseemly, improperly uh, through us. Seeks not her own. Demands or demands attention. Not easily provoked. You can see a love-motivated person, can't you? They're, uh, they're not easily provoked. Now, everybody has their end. I'm not saying the Bible ever teaches that somebody will knock you down and then jump on you and start beating you to death, that God didn't give you an instinct to try to get up and try to fight, try to protect yourself. But uh, th that's not what usually happens. Usually it's a little insult to cause you to lose your Christian testimony if you react to the insult. Usually it's someone's unkind to you and you're tempted to be unkind to them. Or they give you a little put down and you've got to think of a little bit better put down to give to them. In other words, it's retaliation. But humility, what gives us true God gives us through uh, His grace um, causes us to be able to obey the Spirit and not react and uh, not fight back and not try to get even and to value our testimony as something greater than anything else we have. Because without a testimony, who's going to listen to you? Who's going to believe anything you have to say? so easy to lose your testimony real quickly. And uh, it happens all the time. Uh, just any one of these things could damage your testimony. Uh, doesn't Behaving unseemly or uh, seeketh not her own. Uh, oh, that's such a selfish person. Oh, they're, they're just for number one. That's not doesn't do much for your testimony, does it? Christian ought to be a sacrificing person. Um, that's not always seeking their own. It looks out for the needs of others. 
And, you know, if we just read this Bible and think about it, it teaches us how to be victorious Christians. It teaches us how to live a humble life and allow the Holy Spirit to work in us and through us instead of just going by uh, letting the flesh take over and, and uh, mess everything up. Uh, seeks not our own. Demands, uh, that means demands attention. Not, uh, not easily provoked. Think it's no evil. We've got, uh, we've got a lot of guidelines in the Bible, don't we? If we consider all these, and by God's grace and an humble spirit, pray fervently that God would produce these in us, it, it would be such a testimony to everybody we see. They would they'd say, there's something different about that person. I wonder what it is. I've never met another person like them. It's hard to upset them. It's hard to rock their boat. It's hard to, uh, to uh, uh, get them upset and to make them mad. Or, uh, because this is the way love acts through humility. Uh, not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, uh, rejoices not in iniquity, Don't, doesn't rejoice when someone else is doing something wrong. Uh, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things as uh, the negative things in life that come to us negative gossip, things that come to us, back to us. Believeth all things, endureth all things. What does that? This is how charity, love, reacts. You know, if we just learn through the power of the Spirit to react in love and just say, God, give me the love for my human beings. By your grace that you had for me, help me to love my worst enemies. Oh, I didn't ever try to make them my enemy, but somehow they got the idea we were enemies. Help me to turn that around through love, through maybe giving a gift, maybe a nice little note. They'll, they'll think you're mocking maybe at first, but sooner or later, they'll realize you don't want to fight. You never meant them to be your enemy. The Bible says be kind to those who despitefully use you and persecute you. Um, we're, we're supposed to do just the opposite. And we can do that by the grace of God, can't we? And by God's grace working in us, there's so much possibilities. They're insurmountable. Uh, there's such a difference in what we... Th this is the way grace reacts. What I'm saying and you're thinking, oh, that's impossible, that's silly, who can do that? It's not you that does it. It's the grace of God working in you and through you. Every day of your life, you ought to think... Well, years ago, ago, they used to say, and as a kid, I remember them saying, before you do anything, 
when you're upset, when you're having trials, say, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Well, you might say that and you might ask, what is the grace of God that Jesus has given me right now want me to do in this situation? Try that next time you're in a store, you're having an argument with a teller over the price or something or whatever hard problems come into your life. Just ask yourself, WWJD, what would Jesus do? What would the Holy Spirit of God do? What is the grace of God empowering me to do right this minute? And I'm resisting. And I'm letting pride get in the way. That's why the Bible God resists, says God resists the proud. He doesn't do it on purpose. They're actually resisting Him. But giveth grace to the humble. Whenever we just yield in to, to God's grace, it can do so much for us. Nothing's impossible without the grace of God. And everything is possible with the grace of God. That's why he gave greatest gift ever given to mankind was grace. Before we were saved, God gave us grace to believe the gospel and to trust Christ. It's not just for Christians. After you're saved, God expects you to be looking around for grace when you're having a hard time. But the world doesn't know much about it, but God offers His saving grace to every person in this world. He's continually reaching out, holding His hand out to give them grace to be able to come to Him. That's how God reaches out to man. In Christmas time, people will come and hear their parents will come and see their kids. First time my parents ever came to the church I was going to was a Christmas play. They came to see me in the play. And they got saved just a little while later. You never know what God's going to do because nothing greater than a parent and their love for their children. And you know there's not a parent alive that would tell you well, I hope my child grows up to be a thief, a murderer, and a robber, and uh, all the evil things you can think of. Oh, no one ever said that about their child. If they were sane, every child, every parent looks at their child and sees great hope. They want them to be better off in their life than they were in their life. They want uh, them to be a Christian and to do what's right. My dad for years as a little boy had helped me repeat this prayer. We'd be laying in the bed and I'd pray, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. 
Was I getting saved? I don't know. But God heard that prayer. And as a teenager, I got saved. I think my dad wasn't even saved yet. But God heard that prayer. You know, he hears the prayers of children quicker than adults. They have so much innocence. So much more simplicity. They believe God can do anything. They have great faith. We ought to, we ought to, you ought to put more of that in any child that you have any influence on. You see the light, slightest slit, little bit of faith growing. You ought to fan the blaze because faith is the greatest thing for every person. You're going to need it sometime in your life if you haven't already. But God gives us that by His grace. Well, thank you for coming tonight and appreciate you being here. God's grace is the greatest thing in the world. Salvation's got to be the greatest. Faith has got to be way up there. But God's grace is what gives it all, gives it all to us and guarantees it. God's grace is what doesn't drop us beside the road after we get saved and says, you're on your own. Amen? Without God's grace, that's, that's, we wouldn't have any, anything else. Where, where do I go from now? What do I do? Oh, well, I'm not finished. I've got some grace. In fact, throughout your life, i got bushel fulls, bushels full of grace I'm going to give you at different times throughout your life. And... Uh, don't, don't think this is all just getting saved. I've got grace for you to the day you die. And when you die, I've got dying grace. I'm looking forward to that. Amen. This grace has been with me all my life. Called me to preach was just a boy. And he'll be there when I go to Him. Let's stand together. We'll be dismissed in prayer. Father, I pray that You'll bless us now. And Lord, I pray You'd help us to think about Your grace. Nothing paints such a beautiful picture of our Savior and our Lord like the grace of God. Nothing's more important. Our life. When we lose our loved ones of a lifetime, your grace is there. And your grace gets us through all the lonely days and lonely nights. You're such a wonderful God. We love you so much. Thank you for your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.